Hi everyone and welcome to this week's episode of The Wagon Cast by 427 Motorsports and we are your hosts Tom O'Patterson and Connor Hughes. Now it is the 18th of January. And Blue Monday. Blue Monday, is it? Yes. Well, there you New go. Order are playing today. <laughs> Only the band that Joy Division could have been. <laughs> I tell you what, like I have to say, like soon you're driving through town and like it's a warm day, so you obviously you have the window down, but you're not trying to be obnoxious, but you know people are gonna hear whatever music you're playing. Like it's just it's, yeah. you, you can't avoid it. Yeah. One of my go to tunes is always Blue Monday. Because it's it's just one of those tunes that like it's not it's not offensive, it's not obnoxious. Yeah, like nobody's gonna be like, oh, what the hell? Usually, like, especially if you're driving past in something old in the 80s and people are just like, whoa, he is vibing today. Because normally I, I do get looks <laughs> of disgust from people <laughs> when my music's playing out loud. Like, but for some reason, Blue Monday always just gets appreciated. Blue okay. That's it. I drove past a uh, funeral today in your Jaguar. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> I bet public, people probably looked at you and thought, I bet that's the feather that killed him. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, because it's COVID time, you all have to stand outside in the street, basically, and uh, you do, you feel yourself a lot when your car makes that much noise. It's not that loud. Not idle. Um, it's, it's really pretty, loud. Well, it's, okay, it's not your Subaru. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> it's not one of my clattery old diesels either. <laughs> yeah. But, like, whenever they see you rock up, past the funeral in the Jag, they're probably just thinking you're part and of they're the funeral procession. Like, oh, like... <laughs> the funeral director. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. But anyway, so, Connor, our new recurring feature of the podcast are rants and achievements of each week. Although, you yeah. don't always have to have actually achieved anything. I mean, sometimes it's fine to say I tried to achieve this and it didn't happen. I yep. mean, you know, that's 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 your weekly encouragement from four two seven sports. Sometimes it's okay to fail. Yeah, it's okay to try and have it not work out. But that didn't this happen to me this week. <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs> no, this week uh, I actually achieved something fantastic. Did you? And by I, I mean it was a shared accomplishment. But you know, I can't not give the man credit. I did all the hard work, but whatever. Uh, so what are we I, talking about here? We, I happen to own, as some of you may know, the world's least reliable Volkswagen Mark II Golf. And yeah. it, it went through four engines in a week, which I get the feeling will be a podcast in itself, just telling that story sometime. But uh, so yeah, probably. the most recent engine to go in it, which is a terrible thing to say, <laughs> but the most recent engine was a 1.9 straight diesel and... I put it in and it would start, but it would not rev. And by that point, I had lost heart in the early yoke. So I parked it up at the corner of the yard and it's just been in the way. And all the old boy has done is complain since you've all been there, listeners. You've all had your old fella complaining about a car in your yard. Like, it's just, it's it's a rite of passage yeah. in Ireland, really. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, finally, for the first time in, I think, about two months since putting the engine in, I actually went out and just sat and thought, right, I'm going to fix this. Did everything that everybody said to do and none of them worked. So eventually we just thought, fuck it, we're taking the pump off and have a look. And we found what was wrong with it and fixed it. And is now it, it runs. Is it one of those little Bosch P-pumps or is it different? It's, Jesus, I don't know. It's like the same as Same every, job, isn't it? It's the same pump that's on every bloody Volkswagen, to be honest. Like, every yeah. 90s diesel Volkswagen has it, like. 90s backwards but uh yeah so we got it to run and that 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 was my achievement this week um what did what did you achieve this week uh nothing oh okay i have once again failed to achieve <laughs> this is gonna be a running joke isn't it <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, well do, do you at least have a rant we need a, an achievement and a rant mine's the same as last week that bloody card still don't work Oh, you're going to rant about the Merc again. I've given up on it. You know what you're saying? It's okay to fail. I yeah. Yeah, I'm giving up. <laughs> I'm giving up. Sure. Well, 
I'm gonna get Peter Gabriel and Kate Bush to give you a wee message to just encourage don't, you. Don't give up. Because <laughs> you have mercs. <laughs> Too many of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna send that to somebody and just let them deal with it. It's gonna, gonna be like, don't give up because you have Spark. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sounds really bad to say that, actually, doesn't it? Considering we're so into cars, but just what that you're just going to give it to a specialist? Yeah. Here, it takes a bigger man to accept than to <laughs> It does, though. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, the amount of times that I've gotten so far into something and just said, "Look, I actually just can't do this," so I'm not. Just, just somebody who knows it can do it because I'm sick of it. Yeah. <laughs> Sell it. <laughs> I, I know a man who wants to buy that car from you for £2,500. No. <laughs> I mean, it's a done deal. Like, it's cash waiting. <laughs> <laughs> cash waiting for a right yoke. And he knows that's the right yoke. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do have a bit of a rant this week. Go on. Um, because, of course, I do. I always have a rant. It seems to be my thing. I always have something to complain about. It seems to be a... I've, I've, I've always been like that, really. I guess I'm just a moody cunt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, my rant this week is about... I, I don't know if I've complained about this on the podcast before. I've definitely complained about it in person and online quite a lot. But what I am really getting sick to the back of my fucking scorn about is people right. who can only stick to one brand and will blindly shout that everything else is shite. Yeah, who'd be like that? Why did you say that with a such <laughs> affirmation? I had the most. I had the most. I had the most varied fucking. Oh, you were slagging. Don't worry, me. Oh, yeah. that's okay. No, like I, you can appreciate other cars, but there's some people out there who literally can't actually appreciate anything else. Like Ford people are cons for it. Fucking Volkswagen people are cons for it. BMW people are cons for it. Everybody's Ford, cons for it. Four people are cons for it because their stuff costs far too much and it's actually not very good. So you reckon they just so have to you, tell them? You get a wee bit defensive <laughs> about it when, when they sort of when they hear. Um, Land Rover people are bad for it. Oh, there's, being, there's no other jeeps. No, no, no. Being, no. A, being a Land Rover enthusiast myself, uh, one life, live it, is something they tell themselves. <laughs> what One is life, it live it at the side of the road <laughs> with the bottom of them as a Hilux drives past. <laughs> yeah. Nah, like, I'm just going to put it out there, right? Newsflash all cars are shit. Every brand has a shit car. Every car can break. Fuck up. Stop fucking, unless it's a Vauxhall, there, like, you're allowed to slide, man. Nobody cares. And if you're into Vauxhalls, you're probably a bollocks anyway. But when it comes to the likes of, Fords and Volkswagens and BMWs, they're all shit. They can all break. You can have good examples of a car. You can have bad examples of a car. Your fucking brand means nothing. Oh, I, all I've ever heard is Volkswagens are great. Well, yeah, I could tell you Volkswagens are shit and all you ever do is break. And the only cars I've ever had that work all the time are Subarus and Mazdas. But I don't because I know that some people have good experiences with Volkswagens and some don't. That's just the way it is. Stop saying that something is shit just because it's not what you have if you've Some got never change. yeah if you've got fucking <laughs> micro penis syndrome because your car maybe is good sometimes but somebody else has a car that might be better doesn't mean you have to slag them unnecessarily just because it has a different badge it's like car racism yeah that's all it is it's car xenophobia I suppose car racism would actually be car people being afraid of motorcyclists uh because that's yeah. different, but car xenophobia is you don't like other types of car. I I, I really should have thought of this analogy before I stepped yeah. in such hot water. <laughs> With your hot take. <laughs> that, that is a hot take. That was not planned. <laughs> but uh, yeah, long story short, all cars are shit. Fucking shut up. And right. Th- there that's, you go. That's everyone told then. <laughs> no, like I, I love cars, like but until you can accept that all cars can break, it doesn't matter just because the car company might have a good reputation. If you don't fucking... Every owner is different. So, like, what you're saying is more people that you know who have that type of car looked after it more than the people you know that owned a different type of car and didn't look after it. 
Like, did you ever see that video on the internet where they had like an old Volvo 240 mm. and they just like threw gravel into the engine? No. <laughs> it ran for ages. I'm sure it did. I do not doubt it one bit. They but, just opened the oil filler cap and threw gravel in there. Like, how did the valves take it? It's kind of like the guy on YouTube who filled his petrol tank full of hoops. <laughs> like, how did he even get it to the garage in the first place? Like, did that car run for any length of time with a petrol tank filled with hoops? Blue plump. <laughs> like, the things you need to ask yourself. Like, how did it even get there? But anyway, so... We should probably get on to this week's topic now that I've ranted and you don't have a rant. Yeah, I'm happy. Yep. <laughs> Hope you're happy too. <laughs> um, so this week we want we didn't actually really know what to talk about until about an hour before we decided, oh shit, yeah, we need to actually record this podcast because we're trying yeah. to be r- routinely con- yes. consistent. That's the word. Consistent, that's the one. We're trying to be <clears throat> consistent each week with releasing it on time. So this week we thought well, no, not this week. Today. <laughs> Today. A yeah, a couple of hours ago, we thought, right, podcast topic. Pick three, your dream three car garage. And you need to have a daily, a weekend toy, and one thing for everything else. Now, yeah. these are three cars you're stuck with for the rest of your life. There's no... You can't sell these or anything. These are your three dream cars, but it's all you can have. So yes. you have to really think, which is why we've really we've really gone to town on the detail about each vehicle because of the fact that, it, you know, this is all you can have. You can't have anything else. Now, this is a question that I'm sure car enthusiasts have asked their friends since the beginning of the Carl Benz patent oh, yeah. wagon. <laughs> I could just picture Carl Benz saying to somebody, what's your dream three-car garage? Uh, your car times three, because that's all there is. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, we have put our heads together, and by that I mean apart. We haven't yeah. conferred yeah. at all. We do not know each other's choices. And no. we're going to present our categories and then tell each other our choices, mm-hmm. and then probably convince the other person where their choice is the best i think yeah okay so this this should be uh, interesting so for our first category is i think arguably the most important category when you're thinking about any form of car considering the fact that they are technically you know just an appliance and that's yeah. the daily driver category yes what are you going to drive every single day well you know with the exception of the the toy or the weekend car what is your one thing you need to go somewhere that's what you're hopping in and you're going connor do you want to start us off with your daily driver choice for the rest of your life with no budget (laughs) it's going to be a mercedes isn't it (laughs) no whoa i'm gonna shock can i just shock you (laughs) that is the That is the biggest twist of the whole 427 Motorsports brand. That's, that's the biggest one we've had. Um, yeah, now I'm actually genuinely curious. Because on my piece of paper, I have written Volvo. Oh. Amazon. That's the Estate P1800, really, isn't it? No, it was a saloon or a coupe. Oh, you could get I'm just going to go fuck myself here. No, the P1800 wouldn't be a bad choice either, but I think the Amazon's a bit more iconic. Well, well. Google's it. I know exactly what it is, but I just need to remind myself. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Another one. No, it doesn't look like a P1800 at all, does it? No. no. <laughs> it looks like a P1800 in that the front says Volvo. <laughs> that's about it. Yeah, that's, that's where the similarities are. It probably shares headlights and that's it. Anyway, go on. So talk to us about your choice. Justify your choice to me as to why it's better than my choice, which you don't even know about yet. Which I don't know yet. <laughs> well, let me tell you why it's better than what you've chosen. <laughs> um, I thought you weren't going to do it there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's an iconic car. Well, I, I'd argue that the P1800's infinitely more iconic. But uh, yeah, just because your boyfriend, Roger Moore, had one in the same. The, 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 that's bollocks, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> right. no, I d- they're just 
There's just something very charming about them, I think. Amazon. This is your entire argument here? You're not even going to like talk to us about the vehicle? Well, I've never had one. Part of the stipulation of this was that we couldn't have owned one, so I actually don't know how they drive or anything really about them. Yeah, but you didn't even like research the vehicle. Come on, like we need to tell the listeners about what... Do you, do you want to hear about it? Do you want to hear about its four-speed M4 manual? Well, yes. I <laughs> This is meant to be an hour-long podcast, <laughs> and you just said, uh, yeah, that's uh, just that. Volvo Amazon. Vo- well, right, well, what color would you have? I mean, it, like, what options? Come on, man. Oh, white. It's got to be white. They didn't really go in for options much in the 50s, right? So. Yeah, but what would you do to it? It's to be your daily driver. Jesus Christ. Oh, I would just, pretty much standard. You know what I'm like. <laughs> It'd be a standard Volvo Amazon. So whenever Saloon. we had this idea at the start, listeners, uh, I said to Connor that we would need to spend possibly around, oh, I don't know, five minutes per car. You've managed a minute and 30 seconds and you're already struggling. Nice. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So Volvo Amazon is your daily. And now I'm going to sound like I've gone way more in depth with my choice than you have. Go on. Uh, right. Well, fine. Do I, do I cut this down or do I just keep going? No, just, just keep going. Just keep going. Okay, right. Well, my choice of daily driver is infinitely more iconic. And it's not the oh, B1800. Is <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> you and Roger Moore having fucking stuff going on over there. Uh, yeah, he's actually... I have a framed photo of him by the bed. <laughs> a Jeff from Gladiators. <laughs> <laughs> so my choice of daily driver is... Actually, no, I want to ask you first. Um, yeah. How yeah. much is your average Volvo Amazon? Oh, like fifteen grand. Oh, oh, okay. So you which had is all... not. I had unlimited money, and I went for the. <laughs> <laughs> just just about to say. <laughs> that's, all that's the money the in the world, and you go for fifteen grand. Jesus H. Christ. Okay. Okay. Go well, my, I'm going to blow you out of the water here. Sunshine. Go on. What have you got? So my choice of vehicle is the Ford. Subaru. Oh. Oh. No. Not oh. a Subaru. Cause sure, I have one. Oh, that's you know, true. the the whole point of this. Well, uh, granted, actually, my Impreza is one of my dream cars, so I guess I've already fulfilled this list. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it does well, all one, three two, choices. Three, it was mine, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to change mine. <laughs> <laughs> all three, the same car. Uh, no, my choice is the Ford Escort RS Cosworth. Now, for this. Daily? For a daily. Now, this is going to annoy some purists, probably. Yeah, because this just sounds like a man who couldn't afford this year. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, right. Well, I'll have you know that the Escort is just a Sierra underneath. So I'm basically getting the worth of both worlds. So shut up. Mm. So it's around, around 50 grand, I would say, would get you one. No, but that's because I don't want a totally mint one that's all original because it'll be my daily. So I'm going to add bits and pieces to it to make it my own. For example, cut into the dash and put cup holders in. That sort of thing. Why, why do you do that to every car you own? Because I like coffee on the road. <laughs> Look, it didn't exist. You're just changing history. <laughs> a couple yeah. that haven't been invented yet. Yes, listeners. Bad. Every single car I have, apart from the Jag, I have cut into the dash. Tidally, might I add. Fit cup holders. Okay. It's, like a... it's like what? It's not Go ahead. original. It's just not original. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. You're like... going to talk to me about original. I like coffee. Advice. I like coffee. None of my Mercedes have cup holders. I hold the cup in my hand. Yeah, but all of your cars are automatic. I drink my coffee wherever I want. <laughs> all I don't of your have cars to change gears like you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> no, all of your cars are automatic. Mine are all fucking hefty diesels with five-speed manuals, so I need someone to put my coffee. Like, Well, that sounds like a you problem. It no, is. No. That is why I make a me solution <laughs> in all of my cars. You should be fitting uh, period-correct automatic gearboxes to those to those Golfs. I think you should shut your fucking door. <laughs> it's not just the Golfs either. It's the Subaru. It's the Mazda. <laughs> I'm surprised the Subaru didn't have cup holders. It does, but they're shit. So I'm going to oh. put better ones in. Because the, 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 the hole's too big for the cups, so they flop around. 
They're designed for fucking big gulps in America, so... Nice. Yeah, not ideal. Thousand calories. Uh, yeah, boy. But anyway, I've really gone into, <laughs> into detail on my list. Good, I want to hear it. You haven't, so I'm going to... Just well, I'm going to spend my time just heckling you about yours then, so <laughs> carry on. Well, I'm going to do my show-and-tell presentation at the front of the class. So yes. my 50 grand daily, it will be in imperial blue, which is that color that's basically the same as the actual Ford badge. You know that metallic blue? Go on. You are? Wrong color, but go on. Well, oh, right. Well, it's the right color. <laughs> it's got to be the like midnight gray color that the... Uh... The thingamajigs came in the Sierras. Like, is not like Moonstone Blue or something? That's Moonstone, called? that's the one, isn't it? Moon. Moonstone Blue. I think that's just a Sierra color. I don't think that came on the Escort. They did oh. do a similar color. But anyway. Uh, it was Moonstone Blue, correct. <laughs> and, uh, can I just stop you, Mr. 50 Grand Daily, telling me I haven't spent enough on mine? Mr. 50, <laughs> 50 Grand, like not as much as a new E-class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, you know... It's a daily. You can't go crazy money in your daily. You save that for your weekend toy, which is which is coming but up. You've got we've got unlimited money, but go on. <laughs> That's bollocks. But go on. <laughs> so I would go for specifically a nineteen ninety five model, which is known as the smaller turbo model. Now the original ones that came out had a big fuck off turbo that used to kick in and kick you. Like, there'd be nothing, nothing, nothing. Holy fuck, that's fast. And then change yeah. gear. And, yeah. like, in a daily, that's just... It's, it's, it'd be fun for the first wee while. Or, like, as a weekend warrior. But fuck, that would get so annoying. So The lag? The lag, yeah. The first one a bit had like, that. Um, a bit like not being able to launch your Zoomer. <laughs> <sighs> Shut up. <laughs> That'll be okay at the start, but then it would... You'd miss it, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the smaller turbo model actually came out in '94, but I learned my lesson of never getting the first year of anything. Oh no, you couldn't do that, especially not a Ford. Yeah, yeah, bad experience. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, <laughs> failure. So uh, yeah, so it would have slightly less turbo lag, uh, and then of course they have the big wheel tail spoiler, which was actually designed by a guy called Frank Stevenson who runs a All YouTube right. channel, and I'm actually friends with him on Facebook. Fun fact. Serious? Yeah. I know, right? No joke. He also designed the Maserati MC-12, and, you know, slightly less cool, but also important designs. He designed the BMW X5 and the new Mini. Well, I say well, the new Mini is... is yeah, like, I know what you mean. The, the, the first new Mini. The no longer new, but... Old. But is new mini. Yeah, it's kind of like the new Beetle, like mini. the old yeah, yeah, new yeah. Beetle. I say the, the new, new Beetle, Beetle or the old new Beetle. It's, it's odd. Even but, the uh, new new Beetle is old now because it's out of production. Yeah, which is a shame. They're a great car. Not that I'm biased. So, they came in three different specs, and the spec that I would choose is called Lux, which in a Ford probably <laughs> means it has a radio. Yeah. <laughs> It also came in a trim called Motorsport, which is really cool and just standard. But the Motorsport came with like fuck all in it. Like it, it was kind of like a Type R Impreza <laughs> or an RS Evo. Like genuinely, it was <laughs> you had to pay for a higher trim that took equipment out of the car. No, no, no. I think the Motorsport was the base. Genuinely, oh, right, okay. they did actually do it the correct way around. They didn't do a Porsche yeah. and charge you to fucking take stuff out. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So the motorsport was just like wind up windows and manual everything and no work on or whatever. Whereas the Lux came with the nicer seats and the electric everything. And yeah, so the motorsport one would be no good as a daily realistically, but I would not choose the leather seats because I don't really like leather seats, which is controversial, apparently. No, I was thinking this today, actually. Leather is not all that comfortable to sit on. It's not. Especially, it gives you an itchy hole after a while. Well, I wasn't even going to say that, but on a hot day or a cold day, it's equally unpleasant. Yeah, and like on a cold day, especially because realistically, living where we live, we get more of the cold days than the hot days. Yeah. And there's nothing more shocking than getting into a car with leather seats that aren't heated. Oh, oh Jesus. Hey. A holy Tara. So, no. No leather seats for me, thank you. As for what, wheels. Have a bed cloth? 
uh, yeah, we came with cloth of Caros instead, which are a really nice seat, yeah. actually. But uh, so I go for the standard iconic five spoke Cosworth wheels, you know, the ones that people put onto like every Ford and they seem to yeah. suit every Ford. <laughs> they don't suit yeah. anything else, but they suit every single Ford with the exception but, of probably like a GT40 or something, but every yeah, Ford yeah. suits them. Yeah, every Ford of, yeah, yeah. Every European yeah. Ford, sorry, yeah. You yeah. <laughs> Mustang, like, but whether it's a Cortina or a Granada or a Mark Six Fiesta or whatever, they just suit everything. And then... Yeah, I can see that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then for winter <laughs> wheels, because it's a thing to have winter and summer wheels, apparently, go figure. But just to well, fuck up your wrists. Yeah. The fuck that is a thing. <laughs> oh, that's normal, is it? Oh, sorry. Well, I mean, yeah, okay. <laughs> hey, for winter wheels, they came with optional, you know, the like OZ wheels that all the rally cars had back in the day, like the Delta and the yeah, Celica yeah. and all that. They came with those as a factory option. So I would have those oh, as winter yeah. wheels. Nice. Yeah. So it looks more like a rally car in wintertime. But yeah, hmm. but justifying behind it, right? So. It's an iconic car, maybe not as iconic as Roger Murray's Fiat 800. <laughs> but at the same time, because it's one of those 90s homologation specials, it's based on just a normal car. So at the base of an Escort Cosworth is, at the end of the day, an Escort. A practical three-door hatchback with a big boot and lots of space. So, yeah. except it happens to be that this three-door hatchback is also filled with 224 ponies and can do 144 miles per hour and do not 60 in 5.7 seconds all of these stats are actually slower than my super but i was gonna say that's not impressive these days but it's yeah. not impressive it's a downgrade from what i actually daily which is crazy but yeah so that is why i would daily ford escort rs cosworth and since you put no fucking effort whatsoever into your research i automatically win fuck you <laughs> Well, no, hold on. What? Justify it. Go ahead. What? Volvo. It's older and it's simpler. It's... I do you know what? Those Volvos actually have the same fucking carburetor that my yellow car has. So, Aye, uh, so that's just the recipe for success, isn't it? I'm just gonna go kill myself. Just as I fly past <laughs> with my big <laughs> noises as you stand at the side of the road crying, and then and then stop shortly up after when your Ford breaks down. Fix a repair daily. <laughs> <laughs> right. So the next category is the fun yeah. car. Now, I want you to go first because, again, you're probably going to talk for like two fucking minutes. The fun car, the weekend toy. The weekend toy. What is your weekend toy going to be? And talk to us in some form of detail, please. Well, I have for you another iconic car. It's a Mercedes, isn't it? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're a fuck with my head here, Sully Jim. Is it a Quattro? No. Is it a BMW 2002 mm, Turbo? No. Although that would have been a good choice. That um, would have been a good choice, actually. A BMW E9 Shark Nose Batmobile. No. no. Is it. I'm going to run out of suggestions. Is it a Land Cruiser? <laughs> <laughs> also a good choice but no. <laughs> i'm out of ideas go hit me what do you got this car comes from japan oh it's from japan right okay well then that is <laughs> right so it's from japan is it front wheel drive rear wheel drive or four wheel drive it's rear wheel drive my dude rear wheel drive is it a toyota yes is it a Celica? no Ooh, right, this is interesting. Because <laughs> I was going to say straight away it's a TA22 Celica. <laughs> no, that'd be a good one, but I have all the money in the world, remember? That's I'm true. not a man for buying cheap cars, so Ooh. I have picked. Is it a 2000 GT? Yes. Yes! <laughs> I, yes, as if you got it first time. <laughs> well, yeah. It, well, this is the first time I've ever heard you talking about a 2000 GT. Oh, is this where all the fucking bomb talk has come from? <laughs> Oh, I suppose it could be. I didn't even make that connection. Yeah, James Bond had a convertible one. The only one made at the time, I do believe. Well, maybe they made two as a camera car and a stunt car, but it wasn't uh, available as a convertible, put it that way. So, yes, the Japanese E-Type. Talk to us. The Japanese E-Type. 
Well, one of the Japanese E types. A lot more than an E type. Doesn't yes. it? I think they're only million pounds. Yeah. $1.2 million. Jesus, and infinitely more reliable than that's coming from a Jaguar. <laughs> 2000 yes. GT. Fuck, I love the 2000 GT. Did you know, fun fact, oh. Carol Shelby, Toyota asked Carol Shelby to make the racing version of the 2000 GT. And did he do it? He did. You know the iconic one that's like white and white with a blue bonnet or green or yellow with a green bonnet or something? Uh, like when you... Th- Think 2000 GT race car, that is the one you think of. Although you probably don't since you sound confused. But no. <laughs> well, no, but I'm like, it's, yeah, it's white with a blue bonnet. Yeah, that car Shelby helped make that. Fun fact. So nice. there you go. Anyway, talk to me. Yeah, okay. So initially I did think Mercedes for this. <laughs> of course. And then I thought, well, why? Why be predictable? Then you looked out the window and saw the yellow marks sitting there and thought, eh. No. <laughs> no more Mercedes for me. Uh, <laughs> Friendship with Mercedes. <laughs> Ended. I mean, this would be the ultimate car to use rather than just have it sit in a shed, as most of them probably do. Yeah. I mean, if you had one of them, I would call over to your house just to sit and look at your car. <laughs> yeah, I bet you would. Fucking what? I love those things. Do awful things to my Toyota GT 2000 GT. <laughs> like put a TDI in it. <laughs> you probably would fucking suggest that too, wouldn't you? Well, when it never... Oh, no, actually. When it, when it doesn't break, break down. <laughs> yeah, never mind. <laughs> no, uh, just an absolutely beautiful car. Actually, probably... Uh, I was about to say it's better looking than the E-Type, but I don't know. Oh, that's a ballsy statement. You're gonna to have to back that up <laughs> with some facts. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I even want to go that far as, as to say that because. What makes you think it is? Talk us through the decision. What makes you think it's better than the E-Type? Well, that's what I mean. I'm, I'm actually not sure that it is. It's got pop-up <laughs> headlights, which obviously count for a lot. That's the thing. Not many people know it has pop-up headlights because the fog lights look like headlights. Mm-hmm. So when you get shittily made mods for video games that people have made the 2000 GT, they just make those the headlights, and I'm like, no. <laughs> those are hefty headlights. They're um, fucking huge. No, it's just a beautiful car, isn't it? It's just. But what no, were, actually, they, were they a straight six? Yeah, they're an inline six. Nice. You got a, You can get a two liter or a two point. Let me check. Let I me actually check. didn't know. Two point three. I didn't the know point... they did other engine sizes because it's the type of car you think only has one type of engine because they made so few of them. Well, the 2.3 is only a single overhead cam and uh-huh. the 2 litre is a tiny... <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> off! <laughs> I wish I never asked. <laughs> two overhead cam shelves. <laughs> Imagine taking that to Donegal Rally. <laughs> yeah, I have a time cam, boy. Avatron Camp, what is she? Is she is, is she japped on UK? No nah, lad, she's japped on Jap. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Yeah, just really good looking car. Um I would say they probably drive really well. Again, I've never been near one. Same, I don't think there you only, ever will be. <laughs> there only are three hundred and fifty one in the world. Jesus. Have been crashed. Or um, scrapped you to rust, most likely. Oh no. It's, it's Japanese like <laughs> Oh no. oh no! If I couldn't, if I couldn't get one of those, I'd have to go and get the Sports Eight Hundred. Wow, well done! <laughs> <laughs> Still cool, but, but like performance. Yeah, yeah. What is performance? It's not about the performance; it's about the style. Suppose. Well, is, is that all? Is that your? That's your argument for the two thousand GT. It's, but it's it, beautiful it, and reliable. Yeah, it's really annoying because no matter what I pick, you're probably gonna win with a 2000 GT. Like it's. Let's hear it then. Right. Well, mine is um, a bit more childish than yours. <laughs> Go on. I have picked, and I've really went to town on looking into how I wanted this to be, but uh, I have picked a 2000 Dodge. Viper GTS ACR. Oh, you really did go childish, didn't you? Shut up. <laughs> As he stares at a model of it on his desk. <laughs> did Dr. Miro help this decision at all? 
so you went for the million pounds i went for 100 grand um all in 100 grand including the mods i want to do to it so dodge viper the important statistics right eight liter v10 six speed manual 460 brake horsepower 4.1 seconds to get to 60 180 miles per hour and most importantly 13 miles per gallon oh yes nice. uh, america your jack nearly got stuck <laughs> shut up <laughs> so i would have it in viper blue with white stripes but and this is a big but so mm-hmm. i cannot lie um, <laughs> In 1996, the Viper GTS came out, right? Now, on the yep. back of the Viper GTS, now, you know how they have stripes. They yep. like racing stripes. Yep. 1996 model year was the only model year where the stripes covered the whole back of the car. After that, they stopped at the top before it got to the number plate. But the original 96 Viper had them going the whole way down. So I'm having a right. 2000 model year Viper boat with 1996 stripes. Right. Okay. Yeah. Now, I'm going to send it to a company called Viperformance. <laughs> what? <Okay>. Viperformance. <laughs> it's, it's a great name, Viperformance. <laughs> but I performance. Oh, well, no, Viper as in Dodge Viper. Yeah, but it's meant to sound like high performance, isn't it? Vi- yeah. Viperformance. Anyway, they are one of the... This is the amount of research I put in in the hour and a half I picked these three cars. <laughs> uh, they are the only company endorsed by Chrysler and Dodge to convert Vipers. Oh, what a big accolade. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. The Chrysler only... thinks this is a good idea. <laughs> Yeah, Chrysler thought hiring Leo and Coca was a good idea, so they do know something. <laughs> Leo and Coca. They also thought the PT Cruiser was a good idea, so you know, yeah. swings around a bit. <laughs> the PT Cruiser was closer to this than uh, Leo and Coca was. <laughs> anyway, they are the only company certified by Chrysler and Dodge to convert Vipers to right-hand drive. Okay, so, that's... I bet they get like three customers a I'd year. I'd say that's ambitious. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine making a whole company dedicated to three cars. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I'd send it to them to get it converted to right-hand drive, right? So right. now this is the SER Viper, which is why I've said 2000, because the SER came out in 1999, which is why I then specified about the stripes from 96. So the SER oh. models are a wee bit more rare. They came with a bit more poke. Like, <laughs> legit, they came with a K&N air filter. <laughs> <laughs> they went down the road to fucking whatever they have in America. The American equivalent of fucking Halfords. O'Reilly's. O'Reilly's. Hey, O'Reilly's. <laughs> O'Reilly's K&N fucking... air filter, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, they went to fucking Halfords, got a K&N air filter, and charged you 600 quid for it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they came with a bit more poke and a full five-point racing harness and stuff. Oh, yeah. But they ruined it with shitty wheels, which I didn't like. You, well, you can just take them off anyway. Oh, yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm getting to that, lad. <laughs> I actually put the effort in here. They ruined it with shitty BBS wheels, which normally I wouldn't say, but they don't suit Viper. So I would take the original five-spoke wheels that came out on the 96 GTS. I'll put them on it. And I would take the right. steering wheel from the rt10 which was the first viper it was a convertible one that didn't have a roof didn't even have windows like you had to actually put the windows on yourself if you wanted to put the roof up nice oh yeah unreal uh yeah so i take the steering wheel from it because the gts was the first one to have airbags and fuck that i want the nicer looking steering wheel so i take the airbag out put the rt10 wheel in now Here's the funny thing. Remember we talked about earlier uh, the likes of Porsche and all removing features to make it more lightweight and then charging you more yes. for it? Yeah. They removed the radio and the aircon from the Viper, right, for the SER. Yeah. But you could option to have them back. Guess mm-hmm. how much to put your radio and aircon back in the car? To put it back in? Put it back Surely in. Surely that, well, that should be free if it, if it was standard on the standard one, but go on. You would think free, wouldn't you? 
Nah. $10,000 to fit a radio and an aircon system. That's horrendous. So I would go and get a Sony head unit from Halfords and fit it myself. Well, you would, yeah. Fuck paying them 100 quid to fit a fucking radio. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. Like, we were in Halfords the other day. Like, we're definitely never getting sponsored by Halfords, so it's fine. No, it's okay. (laughs) Feeling we're actually supporting the the local shops here, but uh, yeah, we went to Halfords the other day and they had the same radio that I had in my Mazda MX Five, and I was like, "Fuck, that's a good radio there." It was only like two hundred quid or something like that, and he's like, "That's they're charging like how much?" No, it was like three hundred quid, and they were charging about four hundred for it now, and I was like, "Oh fuck, they put the price up," and you were like, "No, that's fitted," and I was like, mm, "Holy yeah. fuck, a hundred pound extra to fit a radio." ridiculous jesus h christ like but i mean putting a bulb in is like seven quid from them isn't it that's slightly <clears> more <throat> reasonable than a hundred quid to put a fucking radio in they've got iso connectors <laughs> they just go into the fucking back get the right connector for your car and away you go for a fucking hundred quid extra i'd want a cup of tea and a fucking subway and a fucking tug for fuck's yeah, sake you could probably negotiate that with them as well <laughs> But yeah, anyway, back on topic, I'd go and get my Sony radio for a fucking hundred quid or whatever, and I'd be happy enough. So, as I said, uh, this is the GTS Viper, which is the second gen. The first gen was the RT10, which is the one that had the, do you remember the really ugly three spokes? Yes. It had those wheels. The first gen had those. And uh, the main difference really between the first gen and the second gen, even though they look pretty much the same. Uh, well, the second gen has a roof, obviously, yeah. and uh, the second gen, the roof on it, right, has two curves in it, and mm-hmm. it's so that if you're racing, you have a uh, more room for your helmets. How cool is that? That's so cool, <laughs> so cool. I'm just looking at the picture of it. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, and there it is. Yeah, yeah. That's isn't it cool? Uh, Say yeah. it's cool, Connor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, they also moved the exhausts from the side of the car to the rear because people kept getting out and burning themselves on the side of the Viper. <laughs> well, that's a bit crap. Why not keep them at the sides and that's just what you get? Yeah, why not keep them at the sides and tell Americans to not be stupid? Aye, good one, Connor. <laughs> that's <laughs> as funny as paying 10 grand to get your radio back. <laughs> Presumably people did say that. I, uh, it's hard to tell. I mean, the SCR was like the racy boy, you know? So... yeah. Nah, I don't know. Sell any of them? Fuck if I know. I do yeah. know that Gran Turismo has the standard GTS Viper, whereas Forza has always had the SER Viper. So does that, yep, good, does, does good that help? Yourself, uh, does not answer my question. <laughs> <laughs> and SER stands for American Club Racers. So there's another fact for you. Uh, that's quite a low division of racing, really, isn't it? You know, you're a low division of racing. <laughs> Shut up, Mister Fucking. I'm trying to think of what cars are actually named after, like. Well, you you have the what do we got? There was the the Plymouth Cuda AAR stood for All American Racers, which was pretty cool. <laughs> um, yeah. Holden. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Holden had a Commodore, I think, that was called the Group A, and it went into Group A racing. So there you go. There's a high class of racing. Go on. That's well, it was one of the highest classes you could get, really. That's the main rather than Clubman, which is like the lowest. I suppose it's better to strive it's for like higher. Show up in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Although the coolest one is obviously, of course, the Toyota GT1, which entered in GT1. <laughs> yes. Your entire car is just called GT1. Yeah, my car is this class. Then you had the Nissan R390 GT1, and you had the CLK G... No, that was the GTR. That doesn't count, does it? No. Um, no. That's one cool Mercedes. I'm surprised you didn't pick it as your weekend toy. Probably too fast for you, is it? That's it. Hey, anything that does over 70. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So, now this is the most wild one. Because this well, is it's the, an ambiguous one, yeah. It's the, the one for everything else. That is the category for everything else. What did you take that to mean? Well, I took it to mean I'm going to use this for everything else that those two aren't applicable for. <laughs> okay. Why, what did you take it to mean? 
just like a free slot. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> you took it as a freebie? Oh, okay. Another car that I liked, yeah. <laughs> oh, I did say I went to town. I've I've thought about this for years, this type of thing. So, why? What, okay, what, what, what was your? Oh, do you want me to go first? Uh, no, I'll go first because <laughs> probably me Nobody who hasn't seen Alan Partridge is going to get any of this. Oh yeah, it's kind of a given that if you want to listen to this podcast, it's probably advisable to watch seasons one and two of I'm Alan Partridge before you bother. It'll only take you about a day. Legit, there's only two seasons, so... <laughs> With six episodes in each, so... We haven't got a second series. <laughs> we won't get a Nothing second series of this podcast. <laughs> Look, your podcast started off bad and went downhill from there. <laughs> Ooh, your podcast, your podcast. <laughs> anyway, fuck me. Right, what is your everything else choice, which to you meant free choice? Yeah, so I've picked the Citroen SM. Which is the SM? Is that because you're a kinky bastard or what? Uh, no. Are you trying to tell your listeners something? The Citroen... Actually, or are you SM... just a big Rihanna fan? <laughs> no. Um... Oh, that was shot down immediately. No. no. Oh, yeah, that's in GTA 5. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. That basically is identical, to be honest. But anyway. The front talk... end's the same. Yeah. Well, talk to us about the SM. So they actually. Actually, SM doesn't really stand for anything. Although some people say it's sports Maserati, because obviously. Citroen wanted to build a sports car in the 70s, but found that they couldn't. Nice. And so they just bought Maserati and basically got their engineers to build one for them. And it then could also stand thinking, for Symphony and Metallica. I'm just going to put that out there. No, it couldn't. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, they stuck Citroen suspension in it, so it's um, Citroen... Hydro so they took expensive. the thing that Maserati probably could have done well and just fucked it out. Yeah, basically. <laughs> basically, if you want to put it like that. <laughs> um, yeah, again, another inline six. You love I your have, six cylinders. I do. I actually do. Um, I'd have the injected one because carbs. <laughs> you learned your lesson. My friend. Friendship <laughs> ended with carburetors. Um. Yeah, no, just another style icon. Not that uh, there's no substance behind it, but there's not very much. It's not quite the P1800, <laughs> but <laughs> just when you mention the word icon, like, you know. Another iconic car. Now, here's the important question. Where did you pick the S&M over the DS? Because it's just a bit more rare. You fucking hipster. That's what it is, isn't it? You just didn't want to be like other girls. But yeah, Basically, this is the car that you pull up outside the uh, restaurant that you can't visit at the moment. Because <laughs> you spent yeah, all your money on fucking hydrofluid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, Mr. Ramsey. I have to cancel my appointment tonight. Can't afford to in your restaurant. <laughs> Having a bit of a suspension nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do the headlights on it move like they do in the DS where when you turn yes. the steering wheel the headlights move nice yes they do that is cool that's probably it basically was I mean where the DS had like a four pot engine they just put like a six cylinder engine in this and that was that was it so they made the engine bigger and then made it look uglier and then that was it do you think it's up there I that doesn't even come into question Connor <laughs> no because that's quite controversial because the uh Oh, Jesus, fuck no, that thing is horrible looking compared to the DS. You heard it here first, people. Thomas oh, at... does not like the Citroën SM. It looks like fucking wank compared to the DS, no arm. I'd no, like it, but you can't game. You can't tell me that that's nicer than the DS. You just can't. It's up there. It's up there. Any car where you have to disassemble the front end to take the fucking number plate off, fuck that. Um, oh yeah, for our listeners, the number plate goes in behind the headlight the as glass, part of one of the yeah. glass thing. It's just dumb. Did nah, Alpine do really that cool. as well? Yeah, I think they might have done, yeah. Why is that oh, a thing? Oh, there's cars that I could have included on my list. Oh god. Is this the um, honourable mention slot? We will have an honourable mention slot because I've got some rejects written down on my bit of paper. <laughs> right, okay. 
Well then, shall I get into mine and then you can get into your rejects? Uh, I knew just, the three of mine just straight away. one second. Oh, Let me good. tell you this, that the SM appears in Janet Jackson's video for the 1998 song, I Get Lonely. Janet Jackson, had... <laughs> Janet Jackson had one good song and she needed her brother to be one. in it too. So. <laughs> and it was Scream. Burt Reynolds escapes a fleet of police cars behind the wheel of an SM in the 1974 film Longest Yard. The Longest Yard. Right. Well, the fucking president of France survived being dead in an S or a DS. So... A DS. Yeah. He, no harm, but that's a bit cooler than Burt Reynolds driving one in fucking a film that's not smoking the Bandit. <laughs> was, was the SM fucking black with a gold chicken on the planet? What? You've seen Smoking the Bandit, haven't you? No. Are you serious? <laughs> no. Jesus fuck, Connor. You can't be a car guy and not seen Smoking the Bandit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that 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 deserved the awkward silence. That's how awkward it feels to talk to somebody who hasn't seen the fucking Bandit. That's that's what I will now feel forever on until you watch that film. Good. Fuck's sake. Yeah, no, you need to watch it. You're the one who illegally downloads movies. Illegally downloads Smoking the Bandit there and give it a watch. Oh, okay. You can watch the second one because it's got a big elephant in it, but the first they one has a better car and more trucks. Oh, they made three, but the third one doesn't have Burt Reynolds, so it might as well not exist. As far as it's like having the Mad Max like Mel Gibson. Oh wait. Oh oh wait. Did Mad Max not get like infinitely better when it didn't have Mel Gibson in it? No, Mel or <laughs> Mad Max just got infinitely worse when Tina Turner decided to put her head in the fucking film. She came in the third. Yeah, I didn't oh, watch it. The third one. one. Yeah, good. <laughs> but, uh, mm, mm. Do you know the only Mad Max film I've actually seen is the first one? Seriously, the second one's the yeah. best one though. You need yeah. to watch the second one. The first one sets the scene, but the second one is, I think, personally the best one. If I was telling somebody to watch Mad Max that wasn't into cars or people that are barely comprehensible, I would say watch the second one. Fair enough. Or the newest one, actually. <laughs> that's probably a better shout. Well, that's the thing. The newest one's meant to be very good. It's very good. Have you seen it? No. Wow. That's why I said the only one I've seen was the first one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I thought you meant of the originals, but fair enough. <laughs> no. Is there another one coming out? There was meant to be a trilogy. Really? Me and Anthony were talking about this the other day. There was meant to be a trilogy, and then the guy who wrote it, who also wrote the first one, apparently fell out with Warner Brothers. I know, but he's unfallen out with them now because Mad Max Furiosa is coming out in 2023, and it's going to star Anya Taylor-Joy. I don't um, know who that is. Is that the girl who does Sail Away? No, that's Enya. Oh, another one of those. Same time tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, they uh, all fell out with Tom Hardy as well. Apparently, he's a cunt to work with, but sure. Is he? I've, uh, that, I was wondering if he that's got just That's it. just from my guy in the industry, that's all I'm saying. So apparently, Chris Hemsworth's going to be in it too. I know him. Who did he play? Did he play you guy James Hunt in Rush? He played James Hunt in Rush. That is, that would be the only place you know him from. And then he did some fucking stupid superhero thing if you're still yes. 12 years old. Okay, cool. Chris Hemsworth did that. I haven't seen that either, but I am aware of it. Then he wears a fucking cape in it as well. Oh, class. Uh, let me just confirm that. Local man loses half of listenership. <laughs> <laughs> Lose half your listenership with this one quick tip. Critics uh, hate him. Uh, <laughs> Well, while you're sitting there looking at fucking pictures of Cape Man. Yeah, he plays, he plays Thor, doesn't he? He does wear a cape. Ah, right, that's the one. Him with his big fucking hammer. Uh, <laughs> big hammer bastard, yeah. <laughs> well, I should probably get into my choice for the... Oh, yeah, you've got a choice still. Yeah, believe it or not. My body, my choice. Uh... <laughs> <clears throat> Listenership gone. Uh, Goodbye, listeners. <laughs> it was funding on Spotify when it lasted. <laughs> uh, so my choice is going to be obvious to you, probably obvious to quite a lot of people, I would say. So my choice for everything else, because I took it to mean this thing has to do any other possible duty that I need. So right. I have picked a splitty pickup crew cab 
lifted on chunky BF Goodrick tires with an impressive turbo engine in the back. I think that covers every single possible other thing. Yes, if uh, if catastrophic engine failure is your go. Uh, excuse me, I've never had a problem with <laughs> my rot. Subaru turbo engine. <laughs> no, catastrophic like, engine failure and rot. This and... is a well protected spinny pickup. Oh, there's Hamrite and Waxhaw in there. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> no, so hear me out, right? A baby blue Volkswagen split window pickup crew cab with hand painted 427 sign writing on the side. It would be running about a safe 300 brake horsepower, which is probably the standard of the Impreza Turbo if it's from an STI. It's a pickup, mm-hmm. so. I can put things in the pickup bed. Uh, it's a crew cab, so I can take my two friends that still talk to me after I've bought it. Um, yeah. The pickup bed would be like stained wood, so it would be real nice. But I'd have like a rubber mat that I put over the pickup bed if I'm putting, like, say, I don't know, we're making a garden and I need to put compost in or something, or I'm going to the tip. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably do that in my escort since it's my daily. <laughs> Depends on how much I'm looking to flex, really. Uh, it would have a chrome no tip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it would have a chrome roof rack for putting extra things on if I need it. And then over the pickup bed, I'll have one of those like army style canvas like frames, mm-hmm. so that it can double as a tent. So it's still basically a camper van. You could go to a car boot sale and buy a lot of old uh, plates and kettles that work. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> a VHS copy of, uh, of I don't know. Oh, thanks, mate. Or fucking Dirty Johnson or something. <laughs> so yeah, and you know, Splitty Pickup, they wouldn't be the worst at light off-roading if it's lifted uh, with chunky wheels. Like, I mean, the Kubel wagons and all, they were off-road technically and they were the exact same underneath, just lifted with bigger wheels. I'm, you sound like you're trying to convince yourself <laughs> <laughs> I think what happened is uh, I've had this dream for such a long time that now I'm realising that it shouldn't be a dream and I'm trying to keep the dream alive by justifying yeah. it Yeah, but it's, it's a great idea like, it's what, an idea what, what's wrong with my idea, tell me what, what, what's wrong with a pickup that can do everything I think it's probably just the vehicle it's based on, really. Why? Oh, God, here we go. Here's hipster man who wouldn't pick the fucking SN or wouldn't pick the DS because he wanted to be more hip. What is wrong with the split window pickup? I don't know. I think they're just a bit overdone, aren't they? The pickup's not overdone. Just split screen VWs in general are really good. overdone. <laughs> Um, says the man who picks the most fucking jalopnik vehicle of all time the fucking beige mercedes diesel estate one two three yes with green interior yes you're just too hipster that's your problem you need to accept a bit more of the mainstream no okay I'm just trying to think what other vehicle i can recommend to you for this task <laughs> Pick up. so you can tell me that my choice is wrong so now you have to think about what else I can have? Well, I can tell you there was one runner-up to the Splitty Crew Cab pickup. And it kind of fulfills the same sort of role, except it wouldn't be as fast and it's not a pickup. But yeah. everything else is relevant. Um, a, a Hilux Surf. Oh, yeah. A red Hilux Surf with red interior because I'm nostalgic for that kind of thing. It's not a financially ambitious car, but it's a good one nonetheless. Exactly. Like I mean, if I have all the money in the world and I pick a fucking two grand Hilux, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, that's a bit, bit shit. Um, yeah, no, that was my runner-up choice, but straight away I knew the Splitty pickup had to be on this list. It's just that it's always been a dream. Fair enough. So what were your rejects? We're sitting here at around fucking an hour here, so... Listeners probably Sorry. have stopped listening by now anyway, so <laughs> they've realized there's no slagging in this one. So. Yeah, say whatever you want. Big balls. Funny hair. <laughs> Dead air is a crime. Anyway, um, go on. What's your reject? 
I rejected the Jaguar C type for the 2000 GT. That makes well, weekend toy car without a roof mm, makes sense. That's what I mean. Yeah, I think I'd probably maybe even. Well, I'd have more change from the million pounds with the C-Type replica. Oh, wow. You have all the money in the world when you get the replica. <laughs> really? Yeah, possibly, because, I mean, they're basically built to the same specs, aren't they? You're such a dick. <laughs> Why? Why would you? Well, don't hate me because you hate me. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose I can see your logic behind I don't want to wreck an original C-Type. But at yeah, the same time... Part of it. Also, don't want to deal with the rot. You've got all the money. Yeah, but you've got all the money, and you have to keep this forever. Oh. Like that infinite money applies to the fucking maintenance and upkeep budget as well. Like, yeah, fair enough. Then I'd probably just get a get a real one. Then okay. Like I'm sitting here talking about if I had all the money forever. Do you seriously think I would fucking go and get myself a fucking Dodge Viper if I thought I was going to have to keep it for the upkeep? Uh, noticeably absent from your list, uh, Shelby Cobra. Yeah. Did it even make the runners up? It, it didn't, actually. You've named your entire operation after this vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't even get a runners up list. Because something else did instead. What was it? Shelby Cobra Daytona Camp. <laughs> ah, no, we can accept that. Because if I have all the money. I'd get the day don't know with a four two seven, but would you? Yeah, there's something about Why? them. There's something about them that just really resonates with me for some reason. Now, obviously, of course, the four two seven does too, but the Cobra Daytona also has a four two seven in it. It's literally a Cobra with a nose cone. Mm. <clears throat> so if you really wanted to be weird, I guess you could just take the nose cone off and have the front of a normal Cobra <laughs> and a roof, which is just odd. But the best of both worlds. I don't know. I think it's it, it's worry of overplaying something. Like, yeah. I love the Cobra to bits. And as you rightly said, our whole operation is named after the 427 Cobra. It is. But it's one of those, it's like a, oh, I've talked about this too much. This is too predictable. Hmm. <clears throat> I don't want everyone to listen to this to be like, oh, fuck, sure, I can just guess what they are. being Mark II Golf or Cobra. <laughs> <laughs> You know, That's so true. Actually, yeah. Like same reason you probably didn't just pick all marks. You know, there is a mark on my runners up list. <coughs> which which list is that? For the everything else car, and that mm. was the G wagon. Ooh, I love how we both sort of thought immediately something off roadie. Yeah, I don't know why that was. <coughs> I always seem to think that I have some sort of need for an off roader, but I really don't. Same. Do you know what it is? I've just always wanted to have a vehicle that I can just park in a hedge. Just in the hedge? Yeah, like, I don't know what it is, but I've always wanted a Jeep so I can just dump it in a hedge and walk away. You could dump anything in a hedge, just get it out again, might be a bit of a problem. I guess, but like, going down to McGrain's shop and the dickheads have blocked the car park, just park it in the fucking hedge across the road and you walk in. Yeah. That's it. I, I, I love that idea, which is the reason why someday I'll probably have a Jeep. If we get the right money coming in somehow, we'll go halves on some type of cheap Jeep that we can just wreck for getting the novelty out of our system. Yeah, we could do that. A Jimny or something. Some form of Jeep where we can just be like, oh, we've got a Jeep, and then do Jeep things with it for a while and then get rid of it. Yeah, we could do that. <clears throat> it's the only thing we haven't got out of our system, really, is a Jeep. True. Because I've got rear-wheel drive fun, I've got four-wheel drive fast, I've got front-wheel drive slow. You've got front-wheel drive fast, you've got the literal first classic dream car. Yeah. You've got sensible dailies. You've g we've just not got something off-roady. Heroin. We need to try heroin. <laughs> Probably fucking cheaper than Banalando or anyway. <laughs> In the long run. <laughs> Even if you did get addicted. Still cheaper. Yeah. So I guess that just about wraps this one up. Um That's it. Sorry it wasn't uh, about Bebo again. Yeah, sorry we weren't slagging everything. We thought <laughs> we're an automotive podcast, we should make at least one episode somewhat automotive. Um yeah. I will think of something to 
it was next week. Yeah, we will go back to normal broadcasting next week whenever I probably get angry with a tang. <laughs> and then have a really good rant for the fucking start of the podcast. I try and get angry about something there. Uh, see what you, I you don't get angry. You never do. No, I know. You should fix that. It helps. Hmm. See if you went out to your yellow mark and just kicked it. You'd feel so much better. Would I? You don't even have to damage it, but just kick it. Just be like, for fuck's sake, and I kick it. Hmm. It, it helps. Probably not going to do it anyway, but <laughs> thanks for the suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess all that remains left to be said is thank you very much for listening. If you've got this far, chances are if you've got this far, you are actually into cars. Yeah. I reckon that we actually gained some non-car followers with like the Babel podcast, and then we lost them straight away again this week. Yeah, probably. But sure, not every podcast has flawless weeks all of the time. So No. <clears throat> True. True. Right. So, thank you for listening to the 427 Motorsports Podcast, The Wagon Cast. Um, <laughs> be sure to check us out on our YouTube channel. Be sure to at 427 Motorsports, I guess I probably should have clarified. Be sure to follow myself, Tom O'Patterson, on Instagram, and my good friend here, Connor Hughes, on Instagram, mm. Hughes Corporation. And make sure to follow us on spotify you can't leave reviews i don't think so the no. best thing you could do <laughs> that way you can't tell us how bad it was yeah well the best thing we could do is ask you to politely tell your friends about the podcast and spread the word and hopefully yep. we'll see you next week thanks very much for listening good yep. luck good luck